So welcome to podcast number three, Physics, Chemistry, Grade 9. Uh, we're continuing to look at our uh, data processing of the ball drop imaginary data. And uh, today we're going to look at how to take our processed data, which we uh, processed using Excel, and we're going to uh, turn it into a graph to show the relationship between the height from which we drop the ball and the average time the ball takes to hit the ground. So the first thing we want to do is we want to uh, insert a chart. Now normally on this version to do that we need to click on the chart tab. There are various different ways with different versions of Excel but here I'm going to click on the chart tab and insert chart. If I click on the down arrow to the right there there are a huge number of charts but the one I want is this one here, Marked Scatter. XY Scatter is uh, another name for this one. So I'm going to click on that one. And it's going to insert the graph in there. Now, you can see that it has assumed what I wanted to plot. It's made an assumption that I wanted to plot the data here, which uh, which I do, but I want to see and check that uh, everything has been done correctly. I'm going to shrink my screen down a little bit so that I can see what's going on. So I'm going to reduce it to about 150 so we can see the, the full graph. So we can see from the numbers my height runs up to 1.4, height is along the bottom there, and time is on the y-axis. So that's correct. That's what I actually want. Now, Excel doesn't always choose the right data. And if your data table is complicated, it could be that it automatically chooses the wrong thing to plot. I'm very suspicious of Excel, so what I like to do is to select my own data. So to do that, I want to uh, right-click or control-click on the chart area and it tells me or asks me the little drop-down menu comes and I can click select data and in that way I can select my own data uh, I want to add a data series really and this is the uh, this is the place where the data series appear now a series of data really indicates um, one set of data on your chart you can have more than one set of data, but on this graph you've only got one set of data to plot. Um, it's default and it's calling it average time in seconds, but we can call it average time. That's okay, and I'm just plotting, typing that in under the name area there. This is where you get to choose your data choose your x values and choose your y values. The x values on the horizontal axis in this case are going to be height. So I want to select what's in there at the moment. I'm going to delete it and I'm going to choose the uh, data from my chart. Now this button here on the right will collapse this little box and hopefully allow me to see my data table. It's hidden behind the graph at the moment, but I can move the, uh, the graph out of the way. 
So I've shrunk my graph so I can now see what's going on in the background. I had to uh, cancel this process, so I'll put average time back in and get back to where we were. So here we are. I want to select this data. Click and drag to select. And that's my X data. I can expand this uh, window again. And that's what I've just put in. I'm going to do the same thing for the Y values. And select that. Close the window down there. And I'm going to click and drag to select the Y data. And then I'm going to click this to expand it again. So now I know it's plotting exactly what I wanted to plot. I haven't trusted Excel to choose the, the data for me. And I'm going to hit OK. And there's my graph. I did have to shrink it down. I can expand it again, just like this. So that's now expanded. Now, because I've only got one series of data on my graph, I don't really need this legend over here. So I'm going to select that. I'm just going to delete it. It's not important. And now I can expand my plot area so it's a little bigger. So now it's a matter of um, organizing the, the graph so it has labels on the axes and that the, so that the title is, uh, is what I wanted to say. So if I go to the, the tabs again at the top, we can see the chart tab. We've got chart layout. And chart layout allows me to uh, modify the title and the axes, as you can see here. So I'm going to click on the axis title horizontal axis title, title below the axis, and now I can type that in. So we have height slash n, that's fine, that'll do. And now, now I'm going to do the vertical axis and type that in, and this is average time slash s in seconds. I'm not happy with the chart title, average time. It doesn't really explain what's going on. So I'm going to say height versus time of falling ball. It's a bit more explanatory, explains what's going on, how the height affects the time of a falling ball. The next thing, I want to put a trend line on there. I want to plot a line which shows what's going on. Now, I need to look at that line and I want to decide whether it's a straight line or a curved line. Now, if I put a straight line through this, I don't think it's going to go through zero. And I know for a fact, when I drop a ball from zero meters, it's going to take zero seconds to hit the ground. So I know this graph really should go through zero. So to plot a trend line, I need to right-click or control-click on a data point, and you'll see Add Trend Line. I'm going to click that, and now I'm going to choose. And I'm going to show, or it automatically is showing me what a linear trend line looks like, and I don't like that. That's not going anywhere near zero. So I'm going to try a power fit. Linear and power fit are the, the two most common mathematical relationships between uh, data in, uh, in Grade 9 Science. So I'm going to click power and see how that looks. Now that's looking a lot better. I like the look of that. It's tending to curve down towards zero. Now if I click on the options tab here, 
I can actually see what it's going to look like when I forecast the line or when I draw the trend line back towards zero. So in my trend line for format trend line box here, I can select backwards, forecast backwards. This is going to draw my trend line backwards and I'm going to draw it, I'm going to get it to go backwards half a period, it says, whatever half a period means, and it's gone back nicely and it looks like it's heading towards zero. That looks, uh, looks pretty good. Something else I can do whilst I've got this trend line formatting box open is I can add an equation, display the equation on the chart. I'm going to click that box there and now I'm done with that. I'm going to cancel it. Uh, I should have hit OK, of course, and not cancel. And this is what I'm going to see. So I have my graph. Uh, it's looking pretty nice to me. It's got the axes labeled. It's got a trend line there. And I've even got the equation, uh, which I can move around. If I'm careful, I can put it to a suitable place. This equation states the mathematical relationship between the two variables. Now in the next uh, podcast, I want to uh, see how we can integrate these things, the tables and the graph, into a results section of a, a written lab report. <laughs>